0: Hey everyone, this is Dan. A quick announcement before I get to the episode is we have been doing some promo swaps with other shows out there. So stay tuned until the end to listen to a promo from DM's Treehouse. It is an amazing show. Nikki and I binge the heck out of it. Please listen to that promo. Moving forward, we will have more promos on future episodes, but we're not gonna blast you with a bunch of ads. It's gonna be one promo per episode. Promo swaps are a great way for little podcasts like us to reach new audiences, and it has been a great experience networking with these other podcasts. This community is amazing. Um, without any further delay, here is Little Realms episode 19. I hope you enjoy.
1: Hello, dear listener, and welcome to Little Realms, a Dungeon and Dragons actual play podcast i'm your host and game master candace
2: and i am here with i'm sarah and i play ben the flashy nomadic Tiefling who's constantly changing her look.
0: I'm Dan. I play
3: Cyrus Sassafras, the uh, the thirty minute trained warrior who's ready to rock the wrestling tournament.
4: I'm Nikki, and I'm playing Jarrell Goldenheel, who's looking forward to a partially fun day at the festival.
5: And I'm Adam, and I'm playing Arden, the plotting half elven ranger.
1: As they navigate the festival of Mithrin, trying to have fun at the same time as plotting a heist last time on Little Realms.
5: It seems Vim has signed us up for a heist during tonight's festival masquerade, and I appear to be the only one with my head in the game. While the others prepare for the festival, I've been making a plan. Tonight, when we sneak into Myrnais' manor, we will not be recognizable.
2: Arden came up with a rather intriguing gambit for tonight's heist. While he and Jarrell shopped for their masquerade costumes, I donned my magic hat, put on the persona of a member of the dancing mannequin, and went shopping for heist costumes. The masquerade will be the best thing to happen in Mithrin since we arrived. Granted, we've
4: only been in Mithrin for five days, but nothing beats a dance. We might have a heist planned for this evening, but I have every intention of enjoying as much of the party as I can.
3: After finally getting in a training session, I am now ready to enter the festival wrestling competition. While the others went on their various shopping sprees, I made for the tournament registration booth with a plan to show myself worthy in the eyes of Cord.
1: Cyrus is heading towards the Registration area for the tournament, which uh, you have been told is Over in the barracks district And so cyrus is heading that way having split off from the party after his training session with them It's late mid-morning So most of the booths that you're walking by are like fully put up and people are milling about it's actually a quite sunny day with a brisk cool breeze and as you enter the square at the front of the city has been cleared of excess stuff as well as the area directly in front of the barracks and a roped off square has been what would you call it, staked into the dirt ground in front of the barracks and little ways to the side of that on the paved portion of that square is none other than Henry sitting at a tiny portable table that is over stacked with papers and a sign behind him that says Tournament Registration. Round one.
3: (laughs) Round
1: one begins.
0: Cyrus Asfraz walks over to the fucking bureaucrat Henry.
1: Henry looks up at Cyrus and just blank expression, but then breaks into the customer service smile. Hello, would you like to register for the tournament?
3: No, I just came here to talk to you, Henry.
1: Uh, You see Henry's eye twitch. And he he turns a form your direction, says all you need to do to enter is fill this out and sign it, saying that we are not liable for any damages, death, or injuries that you obtain.
0: Look at the table where Henry's sitting, and I grab a quill that's probably his, and I snatch it up. Not even reading this shit, I just sign my name. Here you go, am I good to go?
1: You are good to go. We will announce the beginning of the tournament in about 45 minutes, Uh, so feel free to hang out. We have a food stand, and he motions one direction, um, as well as drinks and motions to the stand right next to the food stand. And as Henry is kind of motioning around, you notice that there is a... Significant contingent of, like, soldiers and a few people that you recognize milling around.
3: So, Henry, what are the rules of this tournament? Are you going to explain that for me, or do I have to find someone more capable
5: than you?
1: The rules for this tournament, sir, will be wrestling no weaponry no armor and you will be fighting to a pin to a 10 count
3: do i have to uh are you guys gonna drug test us randomly do i have to pee in a cup later just out out of curiosity
1: (laughs) henry kind of squints at you pee in a cup
0: Ah, thank you, Henry. You've been very helpful. (laughs) Cyrus chuckles (laughs) in front of him and walks
1: away. (laughs) Henry just sort of shrugs and stashes the piece of paper somewhere. You turn around and the kind of the people that you're seeing milling around Landon is there a little like looking at the ring uh, with a like a hand stroking his chin contemplatively. And beside him stands... Chicota and one of his other soldiers that you've never met but you recognize her and they are both talking animatedly kind of at Landon and motioning emphatically to the ring and Chicota is almost you know jumping up and down. Mirna is talking to Rowan a little ways away. Mirna has the ever-present scowl on his face but Rowan is Gesturing and seems like he's trying to make a point to Myrnae. There are also several groupings of just soldiers and guardsmen from around the city.
0: Who's the biggest brute that I see? Is there... I'm just eyeing my competition right now. I don't want to go near Mirne or Rowan, but do I see, like, a guy standing alone looking like he's pretty confident? Any, any real bruisers out there? Or a lady?
1: The the lady standing next to Landon is actually quite large, but the largest person entering the area right now is a great bear of a man, human, with big, big red bushy beard and a full head of wavy red hair.
0: Oh, for a second I thought you were going to say Theo was like his third job.
1: <laughs> He's wearing... a a sleeveless button-up shirt that he's sort of busted out of and he's got just like great thick patches of hair on his arms and is wearing these heavy heavy work boots um and you can actually hear your passive perception is pretty high isn't it
0: wise old coot uh let's see i got plus three passive perception is 13.
1: The, the soldiers turn to him and say, Hi, Rothko. And then Rothko kind of diverts and talks to them for a while. Another thing that you notice as you're standing around, Isidra is also there. And she seems to be waiting for you to move away from the registration stand so she can walk up.
0: So I noticed Isidra and Rothko. I don't really know Rothko, but I'm, I've probably heard the name being in Mithrin.
1: Yeah, he's, he's the blacksmith.
0: I know Isidra because uh, Vim and I waved at Isidra as we drank our I drank my musty tea and she drank her latte. So I'm going to mess with Isidra a
3: little bit. And I'm going to, despite my best interest, keep talking to Henry. <clears throat> Henry, what about um, 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 magic spells? Can I go willy-nilly out there? What are the rules with magic?
1: There will be no spell casting allowed within the ring. Within the ring
3: Within the ring
1: (laughs) (laughs) We also discourage the audience members from casting into the ring
3: Now what about um, rules? Let's say for example I was going against a a real nosy lady And I were to break her arms or (laughs) pop her kneecaps When do I have to yield? If she cries in pain do I have to stop or can I keep pummeling her? And I, I look back
0: at Isidra and I give a little wink
1: Isidra is looking at you stone-faced when you turn back to Henry his eyes are wide and he's like looking at you very carefully sir please don't hurt tournament participants
3: I know you've never been in a fight in your life nor done a, uh, any work in your life but this grappling gets pretty dangerous out there who knows what will happen
1: We understand that accidents will happen out in the ring and should injury come to one of the participants such that they are unable to continue, it will be considered a loss.
3: Gotta fight real clean is what you're saying. Alright, well, it is what it is. Goodbye. And I turn around and I, uh...
1: You turn around and... Isidra is basically right there and the moment that you've stepped like half a foot away from the stand Isidra is has taken your place and is filling out one of the forms
0: Cyrus is enjoying this as much as Dan I cannot wait to hopefully fight that that tail that spy I got 45 minutes to kill I'm just gonna sit and do some stretching until there's about 15 minutes left then I'll do some uh some shenanigans.
1: So in that like 30-ish minutes, um, the people around you are kind of finishing conversations. Soldiers come out from the woodworks to sign up. So Rothko signs up. Chakota and the other soldier that you don't recognize seem to finish their conversation with Landon and a little bit disheartenedly. Sign up for the tournament while Landon stands around looking basically like a dad watching his kids sign up for the thing. Marnei seems to put his foot down, and Rowan walks off.
0: Did Dakota sign up for this tournament?
1: Yeah, Dakota did.
0: <laughs> what a great day!
5: Dakota's gonna be the champion.
0: I mean, that would be a great outcome. Little scrapper.
1: What shenanigans do you wish to get up to?
3: I will, uh, find the nearest person. Uh, excuse me, strapping young warrior, where is the, the privy? I need to leave myself before this tournament begins. Someplace I can go.
1: Oh, yeah, sir. It's, uh, around back behind that building there.
3: Thank you.
0: I try to keep up, like, this appearance and I'm just, uh, very fragile old man so i hobble outside of the uh, registration tent or building and as soon as i'm outside i make a beeline towards wherever that bathroom is and once i feel like i'm in a safe secluded place where no one can eye me i bust out my alchemy jug first things first if we're gonna have a wrestling match i gotta be slick so they can't hold on to me and my alchemy jug can create oil so i grease up like a pig and I'm just like pouring oil all over myself, just getting nice and slick.
4: Like the Greek warriors of old.
0: Like, yeah, like the Greek warriors of old. Stage two in my shenanigans is, uh, <clears throat> I think back to my training with Vim. And uh, I tried to tackle Vim like I've seen Bullvine do so many times. But Vim told me, you know, be Cyrus, don't be Bullvine. <laughs>
2: I would say just keep you know feeling your energy try to be yourself Cyrus that that seems to work out a lot better for you
0: so I say to myself be like Cyrus be like
3: Cyrus all right and I pull out my uh, my potion of, of hill giant strength and this is as Cyrus as it comes and I chug it. <coughs>
4: I'm sorry, I'm just imagining him doing, like, his words of affirmation in the mirror.
5: <laughs> um, um, words of affirmation followed by performance-enhancing drugs. Yeah,
4: and then we do some powerful
5: pose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is... I'm basically doping up. Instead of sticking
0: a shot in my ass, I am just chugging hill giant strength.
5: <laughs> but I made it.
0: So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's ye old steroids. I have strength 21 for an hour. But I figured the greasing up probably would have taken about 10 minutes. So this hill this giant strength has taken five minutes before actual tournament registration.
1: As you are finishing up, doping yourself up and greasing yourself, you hear an announcement from outside. Tournament begins in 15 minutes.
5: When Arden hears that, he'll look at what he's got. You know, I assume he has his outfit by now and everything. And Yeah. He'll look to drell and say, well, that's what Cyrus is taking part in, right?
4: Oh, yes, we have to go watch him. Oh, no, we should have a banner.
5: Might as well make our way over.
4: I hope Vim can catch up. I don't want to miss any of it.
1: Vim, did you meet back up with... Jarell and Arden? Oh no. So in the back of this
6: scene, we see Vim still pretending to be something else. She's very loudly walking around saying,
2: hmm, yes, nothing is better than a. A handmade shirt from the hands of Grandmama. <laughs> My
6: name is Weaver, and I'm from the Dancing Mannequin. And she's just going around to different booths, <laughs> introducing herself as Weaver from the Dancing Mannequin. She's trying to steal more clothes from the vendors, pays for uh, a bunch of different clothes.
0: You are a corporate saboteur. <laughs> <laughs> Tending to be the rival business, I love
1: it. So as that is going on, Jarrell and Arden make their way over to the tournament grounds. Jarrell's gonna see if they can like get like tr-
4: sort of a really big plain scarf somewhere and find like a face painting tent. Oh yeah, you could definitely do that. Okay, they go ahead and they 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 buy one of those and they paint Go Cyrus on it in giant letters, <laughs> with a
1: little mushroom on the end. On the way over to the tournament grounds, spectators are beginning to fill up the risers. You see Chikota and another soldier still trying to convince Landon to participate, but he seems to have made up his mind. If I see Landon and Chikota, Jarrell's going to go say hi. And Chakoda sees you, sees Jarrell walking up, waves excitedly as you've come to expect him to do and says, Jarrell, (laughs) Jarrell, Dakota, Dakota, (laughs) are you going to enter? I, yeah, I've already entered. I'm trying to convince Landon here to enter. And Landon rolls his eyes. (laughs) If we'd known, we would have made banners for you, too. Well, we made one for Cyrus.
4: Oh, okay, okay, um, okay, good. We think he'll have some fun.
1: (laughs) And, uh, maybe he needs all the encouragement he can get. Well, uh, when I am not uh, in the ring, I will cheer for him too.
5: Well, Jarrell is talking to Landon and Chakota. Mm-hmm. Arden is going to go get seats for all three of them, mm-hmm. like in the stands, a bit away, where they won't really stand out if somebody does need to sneak away suddenly.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. Flandon continues, yeah, sorry to be kind of a, uh, unenthusiastic. You should come sit with us.
4: Well, I mean, unless you already had plans. No, I would love to come
1: sit with you.
4: Jarrell gives Chikota a playful punch to the shoulder, if they can reach it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> punch oh. the arm and is like, good luck, Chikota. We'll be cheering for you, too. <laughs> oh, thank you.
1: The registration booth has been uh, vacated by Henry, who is now holding a thaumaturgy stone, i.e., a microphone, and has overturned a crate and is standing on it as sort of an announcer's stand. And he is saying, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to the 25th annual tournament of the festival. Today we have eight combatants who will be engaging in a single elimination bracket, vying for the title of The Muscles of Mithrin. Our first match is going to be Isidra and Rothko. Fuck
0: two heavyweights right up front.
1: So we will cut our way to Vim and I will make some rolls. So Vim she sees
6: Arden and Jarrell leave and then hears the announcements and realizes, oh, time is running out. And so she starts to slip away from the vendor area where she's done all of her shopping and she tries to find a alleyway a little bit away where there's no eyes on her.
0: God, I'm so dumb. I thought you were just doing corporate espionage, not like actually planning for the heist. Bravo.
6: No, Arden and Vim have been actually planning, yeah. Yeah. This is Arden's Gambit, and it's very good.
4: <laughs> when, he was reluctant to join the Neighborhood Watch, but once he did... <laughs>
5: <laughs> when did Arden join the Neighborhood Watch? He,
4: he didn't imp- say no. So many words. Ben, he didn't, he didn't no. de- deny that he was part of the Neighborhood
5: Watch. And since when does the Neighborhood Watch do breaking an entry?
4: Oh, uh, they don't. That was out of character. <laughs> <laughs>
6: The Neighborhood Watch is an enterprise of good that is committed to defending the citizens of Mithern, and it's right in the sign-up paperwork, if you would just read it. Oh,
5: yeah. has <laughs> <Her laughs> neither read nor signed the sign-up paperwork. <laughs> Vim
6: still has to stash her things.
1: So, um, roll a um, stealth excellent. check to see how good of a hiding spot you've got. Go! Yo.
6: So Vim gets a 15 on the stealth check.
1: The In the city of Aethern, there are in fact alleyways that hold, that basically do dumpster duty. And you find the the network of these that goes all the way from the barracks area all the way up to the manor district. And you're able to find a non-grubby hidey hole
6: along that path. That's perfect. Yeah, Vim is kind of taken aback by how (laughs) this is basically further incentivizing her -her fly-by-the-seat-of-her-pants method of problem
1: solving. It it seems like this area would normally have a few more people in it, but because the festival is going on, a lot of like back areas and non- public centers are relatively vacant at this point in time. She heel-toes it towards the festival and is like
6: deeply hoping she hasn't missed any Osiris.
1: (laughs) You make it back to the festival at the, what looks to be the tail end of a fairly back and forth match that's been going on. Rothko has a size advantage on Isidra, but Isidra seems to be surprisingly strong for being fully a foot shorter than this man is. You come up and the crowd has just, like, broken into this cacophonous cheer as Isidra has flipped Rothko onto his front and managed to twist an arm up behind him with a knee in between his shoulder blades. As she does this, Henry comes up to the ring and begins counting. One, two, three. Despite Rothko struggling against this hold, Isidra leans her weight into that knee and for the entire ten count, Rothko is unable to shake her. At the end of the 10 count, Isidra stands up, lets him up. Rothio slowly rises from the ground and looks down at her with this, like, look of respect and sticks out his hand to her, which she shakes once and then turns and walks out of the ring. While this fight
4: is going on, I kind of want to ask Landon what the deal is with Isidra.
1: I don't know a whole lot about Isidra. there. She hangs around the garrison and asking around. It's my understanding that she stays the winters in Mithrin and then during the summers goes off. What do you mean hangs around the barracks? Like Like a sort of, you know, like a groupie or...? I would not say groupy, I would say bored. And he kind of like wrinkles his nose a little bit. Not super happy with that wording, but he couldn't quite think of anything better. Oh. She's not a formal member of the God or any sort of thing. So I assume she's just on payroll somehow.
4: Drell is sort of watching this woman trash trash this much bigger guy so he has an entire platoon at his disposal but he's still hiring outside mercenaries
1: well at least just one i don't know if there's others vim you caught the tail end of that presumably as the match is ending
5: wait does vim look like vim yet
1: so vim now so once vim got to the
6: festival proper she switches back and now we see vim in her flower crown hair is poofed off shoulder off-shoulder, comfortable, breezy, brightly colored shirt and her, like, deeply embroidered harem pants in full festival mode. And she's just wearing, I think, every piece of jewelry she owns. As she shuffles over and kind of sits down, she looks at the two of you and says,
4: have I missed Cyrus? I I hope not. No, no, he hasn't gone on yet, but look. Jarrell unfolds the banner. (laughs) This is amazing. Well, it's not, you know, it's just a simple little thing. We've got to, you know, show our support. It's wonderful. Cyrus is going to hate it. (laughs) Jarrell looks dismayed when you say this. Wait, really?
6: Vim is like smiling from ear to ear and is like deeply into it.
1: At the mention of the banner, Henry stands back on the box and says, Isidra proceeds to the next round, our next pair of combatants will be cyrus and he squints at the piece of paper he's holding sassafras and Joey pizza <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: don't use that. That's- you do it
4: do it use joey pizza candace i will give you five dollars the next time i see you if
1: you <laughs> joey pizza <laughs> you know what it is gonna be Jimel. ah damn
0: when I hear this announcement, Cyrus is like, oh, shit. And I stop rubbing oil on myself. I stop doping up. Run outside of the bathroom. Just like one step. And I cast Skywrite. I look at the clouds. I mean, I'm whispering in juridic. And then I crash my fingers like I'm holding a pencil. And I hold them up in the air and I start writing. And I write, God, witness me. I draw a little mushroom. To me, it looks like a mushroom. But to other people, it might look like a little peen.
1: Cyrus, roll dexterity to see what your mushroom looks like.
0: That's a good omen. Let's see. Uh, 14 plus two, 16. No, it's deception. 14 plus.
1: Does the higher score get the mushroom uh, or the yeah, peen? Yeah, 14
0: plus two, 16.
1: The the higher score gets the mushroom. Oh, all right.
0: What were you hoping? Like a little a little bane
1: mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got it's, two it's little the p- pebbles at the base. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's definitely a mushroom. But Cyrus, at first, didn't make the stem of the mushroom quite wide enough for the proportion of the, like, dome of it. So it definitely looks like the stem of the mushroom has a little vein going up there.
0: It. it. For the uninitiated. <laughs> <He's no. laughs>
4: Are we watching? We're just looking in the sky watching this happen. Uh. Everyone is looking in the sky.
6: Except Fim, she can't. Why can't Fim look at the sky? Because it's a penis.
4: Girl has a hand over their face, but when you look closer, you realize they're, like, almost crying with laughter.
0: <laughs> I look at the mushroom like, mm, looks pretty good. And then I uh, just, like, drop my druidic spell, and I just start rushing, greasy
5: and all. I and look surprisingly pleased by this.
4: By his arrival or by the skywriting?
5: by the riding. Arden's like, that's a nice penis up there. <laughs> it's like, wow, didn't know he had it in him. Hey, look,
0: we've all admired other guys in, in the locker room before. I totally get it. Um, <laughs> have you guys seen Cyrus naked before? Is, I mean, like...
4: Probably not completely, but in
1: parts. It's <laughs> like, will you... you're wearing a loincloth, right? Yeah. If, if, the, We're not if that the, In order
0: for the grease to be, like, effective, I kind of have to, like, shrug off my, uh... My, f- my frock. So yeah, I'm, I'm just like Greek rust. I'm not naked. I've got the white cloth on.
1: Jimmel does that thing in every movie where he's like distracted by the sky and then you get into the ring and he looks over at you and his face is just a...
0: A what? Cyrus is just stretching. Ugh.
1: And at that moment, Henry goes, Begin! Oh! Roll initiative.
0: You got it.
4: And
1: of course, we unfurl our banner. Gerald hands the other end of it to Vim. I got a 17. He unfortunately got a 20. Jimmel seems to recover from this momentary shock. And he runs. You're running to meet him. He runs first full bore into you puts a shoulder into your abdomen and tries to sweep your legs. And so this will be opposed athletics checks.
6: Vim grabs the other corner of the banner and then stands up and is like holding it out and starts shouting, go Cyrus,
4: go, you can do this. Darrell's gonna hop up on the chair so that they're as tall as Vim.
0: So, uh, fight, fight, fight i rolled a
1: nat (laughs) one okay so here's what happens because jimmel also rolled a nat one
0: yes (laughs) (laughs) I i got plus seven
1: he has plus four so you do technically score higher but they are both nat ones and so okay so he puts his shoulder down aiming for your diaphragm you put your shoulder down aiming for his midsection and instead of either of your shoulders connecting with a midsection, your two shoulders hit each other, and you both go down. Oh, so now to scramble on the ground.
0: It's like the two goth kids who stay indoors, like, got into a fight.
1: <laughs> but it's like a dramatic crunch. They're all, like, winces, and is like, ooh! <laughs> looks away. So it's your turn now.
0: I'm going to get on all fours. And I'm gonna say, all right. Vim told me to
3: be more like Cyrus. I have one secret move that could fell even Bullvine. I call it the tickler, and I run at him and I just start tickling
0: him.
5: <laughs> Greasy tickle fingers.
4: <laughs> uh-huh. Gerald kind of side eyes <laughs> Vim. Did you teach him that?
0: <laughs> I just go straight for the the navel area, like under his armpits. We're just like quick little fingers doing the tickle action. <laughs>
5: Ardenon um, crosses his arms and feels sad that he had any expectations at all.
2: Jarl is getting exactly what they paid for. <laughs> I did tell him to be himself. I'm so proud. Or, right, okay,
1: justify me a skill for that role.
0: I think tickling would be probably a dexterity role. Okay scotch. Fuck you, Dan. I got a, a nine plus two. That's an eleven.
1: He's he's gonna make a constitution saving throw to uh against tickle fight. <laughs> he, he is nonplussed by your <laughs> tickling. <laughs> um
0: Cord, don't witness me.
1: <laughs> he he kinda he uh, like grabs at your wrist.
0: Can I have advantage to get away because I'm slick.
1: I will give him disadvantage on this check because he is going to try to put your hands behind, like wrestle your hands behind your back.
0: My armor class is 14.
1: He rolled a 16 and a 3.
0: I just like slip out of his fingers like, ah!
1: He cannot get a grip on your wrists and it's back to your go.
3: Looks like you are impervious to my secret move. We'll have to do something a bit more traditional. I'm just chanting in my head, Be like Cyrus, be like Cyrus, what would Cyrus do? Then
0: like a little light bulb appears in front of his head.
3: I don't know how to wrestle, but I do know a couple moves that could work in this situation. I call it missionary. And I, <laughs> and I try to turn him on his back, and then I am going
0: to position, kind of like a thrusting position, groin to groin. But I've got my hands around his hands, and I'm going to try to strength check him into the missionary style.
1: <laughs> okay, opposed grapple checks, opposed athletics checks.
0: You got it. God damn it, Saurus!
1: God damn it! <laughs>
0: What'd you get? Uh, I got, ooh, I am plus seven, though, but it's a four plus seven, so I got a, an 11.
1: Do you want a different die? No. I have more. <laughs> oh, he only got a nine. So you do succeed, but barely.
3: There's barely
0: any thrusting. It's, it's more of... <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: a slow grind?
3: Is okay. that... <laughs> I just go with it. Jim, I've got you demo. I can do this for hours. Is is Vim,
4: like holding the end of the banner over her eyes at this point?
1: <laughs> uh Jimmel is now going to try desperately to get out from this. Uh, but you have successfully pinned him. So you do hear in the background, Henry, start counting. One, two, three. Roll again.
0: Athletics plus seven. I got a 16.
1: 16. He got a 19. So he manages to wiggle out from under this position. And he is actually going to regain his footing and try to diving tackle you to the ground. So he got a 17. Roll me to resist that.
4: Babe, why? (laughs)
0: Listen, it's got to roll well eventually. That's how (laughs) odds work. All right, uh, five plus, I think, seven. So I got a 12.
1: He body checks you to the ground. Henry restarts his count. One, two, three. Try to get out from under him.
4: Cheryl is yelling at the top of their lungs.
0: <laughs> Come on, Cyrus! Cyrus is a very stretchy boy. As per episode one, when I talked about all the sweet yoga positions I could do, but I never followed up with that, I'm going to follow up with it now. And Cyrus is going to, while on his back, pull his legs behind, like just really reach them up so that they get in front of Jimmel's face. And I'm going to use my legs to reverse the position basically like f- like mousetrap him on his back and then I'll be sitting on him so uh, I'm going to roll something and we'll s- Nikki I need I need all the luck I can get. I'm giving you juju sure. potato salad god right. damn. That's uh, kind of mediocre there. Gave you bad jujus. 7.13
1: Jimmel turns his face away and kind of like ducks his head close enough to your chest that you can't get a hold on him Henry continues to count. Four, five, six.
6: Can Bim use thaumaturgy to make her voice appear like right next to Cyrus's ear? Yeah. So Bim's like eyes and hand glow for a moment, and then Cyrus will hear in his ear Bim's voice going.
2: Come on, Cyrus, you can do it. Just be yourself. You can,
6: you
1: can do it. Court is witnessing this. And Jimmel is going to try to maintain the grapple. Go ahead and roll. Can Come I on, do babe.
0: A reaction. Yes. As, as I'm being pinned face to face, I'm gonna get real close to Jimmel's face. And I'm gonna say, be myself. And then as I finish those words, little Lily and bitty mushrooms are gonna pour out. I'm getting real close to hide it from the ref, but.
5: <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm
0: gonna shoot some fucking spores at this guy right in his mouth, just like.
5: I mean what what the
0: ref would see is probably just like the grunting spits of a man who is like trying to strain But I'm gonna try to just like really knock him off his game Alright so he's got a mouthful of stank, stank mushrooms And I am going to, with all my might, vim's word in my ear I'm gonna switch my die because this one sucks ass and I'm going to use Nikki's die.
1: Come on, babe.
4: <laughs>
0: Alright, but I got advantage, because that is a hot garbage <laughs> roll.
4: Maybe you've used up all the garbage rolls by man, now. This,
0: this might be the end of Cyrus Asperger. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he
1: is just rolling single digits over and over I again. I got a, a
0: 15.
1: Oh, no. He got a 22. Alright, this
0: is what it is, man.
1: Poor Cyrus. Jimmel. Will coughs and sputters (coughs) at the spores in his mouth. Roll a stealth real quick. Two.
0: I got a 14 total.
1: Okay. Yeah, with all the distractions going on, that's enough. Jibble is coughing and sputtering against your chest, but he manages to keep his hold as Henry finishes counting seven, eight... Nine, ten, 10 and we have our winner it is Jimmel Johnson
5: His last name is Johnson
6: No his last name is Isaacs Oh it is Isaacs isn't Just can't just
4: canonically <laughs>
6: Cut that out cut that out
4: <laughs> The Come winner on, is Keep
6: all of this <laughs> is Jimmel
1: Isaacs
0: As Jim as Jimmel gets gets up and I'm assuming raises his arms in the air, Cyrus just lays there. Oh he does not even move. He just lays there in just fucking disbelief, looking in the sky at the words cord witness me.
1: After, after a little bit of like Jimmel turning to the crowd and like raising hand, he realizes that you're still lying on the ground and you see him standing above you kind of like do a double take and then he walks over and like reaches his hand down to you
0: i'm an asshole but i'm not a scumbag
1: i take his hand and he hoists you up and also holds like your arm in the air for the cheering crowd
0: cyrus wipes away a couple tears from his eyes and he basks in the 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 uh, particip- participation prize, that is, the crowd's cheers. But he, as soon as Jim lets go of his hand, he gets the fuck out of there and goes back to the bathroom.
5: Arden feels a little bit sorry for him.
4: <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think the collective facial expression
1: over here is, like, the very unhappy child of, oh, shit, and ah, oh, hun. <laughs> Even Landon is getting in on the, like, concerned eyebrows expression Oh, Cyrus.
5: Well, it's not too far out of Arden's expectations, so...
2: We should go check on Cyrus.
4: Yes, I I think you might be right.
5: Oh, he probably Um, wants to wallow in his lack of performance.
2: Well, Uh, he can wallow with us there.
5: Well, I'm going to stay here and watch. Any number of these people could be, well, especially... hmm, What's her name? The female mercenary... Could be our adversaries tomorrow, and I want to learn a little bit more about them. You two can go wallow with Cyrus. Besides, I don't think I'd be any particular help to him now.
4: Drell looks a little alarmed by this statement, but sort of pats Arden on the shoulders like, uh, thank you, Arden, for bearing that in mind. Um, Be sure to cheer on for Chicota and any of our other friends you see. Three times as loud, since Vim and I might not be there.
1: Good luck, and I guess we'll see you in a bit the match that Henry announced next is between a soldier and Lisbeth. And so that one plays out with Lisbeth being the victor. It's about as long as the match that Jimmel and Cyrus had with an amount of like a pretty even back and forth. But at the very end, Elizabeth seems to pull it out. The next match is Chakota and one of the other garrison soldiers there. And that one, Chakota manages to pin this soldier within the minute. Nice! Of the Good match. job, Chikoda. the The crowd is kind of stunned for a second that it happened so fast. And Chakoda also seems stunned that he managed to pin this other fellow so quickly. But Henrik says, Chakoda continues to the next round. In the next round, Isidra and Jimmel wrestle each other. At the very beginning of this match, it seems Isidra gets an early tackle on him, takes Jimmel to the ground, and has him in a pin up until about the eight count. When Jimmel manages to throw her off and stabilize, it's then a frantic grapple to see get get the upper hand, and finally Isidra sweeps a leg, pulls an arm behind him and forces Jibble into the dirt for the full ten count.
5: At actually about this point, Arden's going to get up and go see how Cyrus is doing. He figures it's been a couple minutes now. He won't walk in on, like, a blubbering Cyrus.
0: Cyrus ran straight to the shitter. That's, like, the only place that he had in his mind where he could have some sort of privacy. But... He has the door open, so he's shielded from the public on three sides, but the door's open and he's staring up at the sky at the words, chord witness me. And he is just like, tears rolling down his cheeks, shaking his head like, what a fucking fool I was, cord witness me. And I'm, the spell slot's gone, but I'm shaking my, pointing my hands at the sky, trying with my might to erase it, but I don't actually have the spell available.
1: Oh my God! <laughs> and of course, at that point is when Vim and Jarell come upon Cyrus.
3: Get out of my way! I need vision of the sky.
2: Cyrus, you—you you didn't win, but you did great. Got that first move, where you—you uh, had him pinned to the ground. That was—that was amazing. What was that? Almost five—five five whole seconds. Yes, the grind was quite good, too.
3: I already had my, my pity prize. I don't need a secondary consultation.
4: In that case, are you going to feel far, sorry for yourself or get better?
3: I'm going to feel sorry for myself, so get lost. Jarell looks pretty dismayed by this.
2: <laughs> I'm not going anywhere.
3: Listen, Vim, I don't have your natural warrior acumen, alright? I've been fooling myself this whole time. Me. A piece of corn. Fucking joke. I should've stayed in Bogburg and just rotted away like my house. I'm never going to meet Bullvine again. I'm never going to do anything great. I'm just an old man, a greasy old man, who can't even pin the run-of-the-mill soldier.
2: From what I saw, he was more than just run of the mill. That was a really good match, and it went on for a while. I'm. Cyrus, I'm so sorry you lost. I was. I was really rooting for you, but you were great.
3: I appreciate this. But now that you've seen me the way I am now, I would not be surprised or shocked if you and Jarell abandoned me. That's what the whole town of Bogburg did when I. when I showed them just how sad I was. So if you two would like to go on with this heist without me, I'm perfectly fine.
4: Cyrus, I appreciate that you've had some difficult experiences that might have led to this sort of assumption, but less than 24 hours ago, I was bawling all over you. Um. I don't think that's something you need to worry about. And jor sort of pats him on the shoulder. We all do things that we find disappointing sometimes, and we just, all you can really do is pick yourself up and try again.
0: Tears are streaming down Cyrus's cheeks.
4: When Cyrus
6: starts crying, Vim also starts crying. And she looks down at both of them and like
2: wipes a tear away and just like, And now I'm crying too. Gosh, Cyrus, we're not Bogberg. I know I'm not going anywhere. Nope, we're not going anywhere.
3: Two will have this sad old man, then I'll, I'll, I'll pin the next guy, I promise.
4: <laughs> Actually, we're going for stealth on this heist, so probably no pinning involved, but I'm sure you're, you'll be very welcome with many of your other skills.
5: I, I
3: do have a spell for that.
2: See, there you go. See, the plan is coming together without we. Uh, I doubt we'll be able to do it without you, Cyrus.
3: Thank you so much, both of you. And I I give you a, a snotty hug.
4: <laughs> Terrell like holds <laughs> the kind of holds the scarf up and then hugs Cyrus through it.
0: <laughs> I am just blowing snot and tears in your scarf.
4: Thank you!
3: Thank you.
6: And then Vim sweeps in from above and hugs around both of them.
4: Aww. Group hug in the shitter. <laughs> oh my god, there's a porta the in the background. <laughs> I hate that. That makes it even yeah. better, I think.
1: <laughs> Sweeps in from above, hugs the both of you, lifts you slightly off the ground, all to the backdrop of wafting poo smell.
5: <laughs> oh
1: yes,
4: that's kind of how our party
1: rolls. <laughs> It's at that point you hear an announcement, announced that the final match of the tournament is between Isidra and Dakota. Perfect.
4: Darrell like jumps and then sort of like hesitates and is like looks at Cyrus is like, uh, did you want to go see the last match? Yes,
3: yes, let's go. Oh goodness. Come on, (laughs) Dakota!
0: I scream as I start jogging towards the arena.
4: Go, Dakota. Man, I want him to win so bad. Our boy. I both want Isidra to lose, but I know he's scared of her, and so I'm like, come on, Dakota, <laughs> you can do it.
1: Arden rounds the corner and sees three people crammed into a porta potty.
5: Yes, he says, well, I can't say this isn't the kind of thing that I expected, but your opponent put up a good fight against. Etra lost, but he put up a good fight, in case you were wondering. Then he'll turn back around and head back the other way. <laughs> I'm going to go watch the finals. He doesn't
4: want in on this group hug. This oily group hug. Uh,
5: no, no oily group hugs in uh
4: Oh that's in true. a
5: porta potty for Arden.
4: Jarrell, maybe as they're heading back, is like subtly casting prejudice and prestidigitation and like clearing away patches of oil like a square foot at a time from themselves and Fem. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Henry is announced. The final match will be between Chakoda hailing from lands far to the west. And you can see Chakoda standing in the ring kind of makes a face at this. Because literally everywhere is to the west of Mithrin. (laughs) Because Mithrin is very far east. Hailing from the wilds of the north. And Isidra makes a very sour face at this description of where she's from. We'll be duking it out for the title of the the muscles of Mithrin. And as Henrik says that line... He makes a face. (laughs) Nobody's happy. No one's happy with that title. The crowd loves it, though. And the two of them don't miss a beat. They go at each other. It's the it's the moment in every movie where you're watching the character that's been established to be afraid of another character conquer their fears. Jacoda attempts to put a shoulder into Isidra, but she has gotten wise to what seems to be a fairly standard move taught to most every soldier here. And easily evades the grip, instead turning it on Dakota and pinning him early. Henry begins counting one, two, three, four, five. Are we just taking it for granted that we're, like, screaming our brains out this whole time? (laughs) The entire crowd is screaming their brains out at this point. And you kind of get the feeling that whatever match happened before this was also, like, just crazy good. And it's at the point that Henry's at the six count that Dakota manages to wedge himself out from underneath Isidra, turn the grip on her, and in fact flip her all the way over and get her on her back, Uh. pinning her. Henry starts counting. One, two, three. Isidra tries something to get out from under Chakota, but he manages to seemingly anticipate what she's getting ready to do and pins the hand that she would have used. Four. Five. Six. Isidra tries again, this time with one of her legs, but Chicota shifts so that his center of weight is so low that Isidra cannot do anything about it. Seven. Eight, nine, ten. And when Henry says ten, the crowd around you. and presumably you too as well. oh yeah, just go
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Insert crowd noises here.
5: I assume Landon and I are just kind of like, Watching on stony faced here.
1: <laughs> Land- Landon is like slack jawed and wide eyed at this, actually. And when Henry's count reaches 10, Landon stands up along with the rest of the crowd and just starts like clapping for his subordinate. There's a moment where it doesn't seem to register in his head that Henry's reached. Uh, the ten count, and then he almost immediately like, scramble, like, scrambles off of her, scrambles backwards over to the very far rope of the uh, arena, and Isidra slowly stands up, rubbing her arm, and looking bewildered at this guy, and then, like, gives him a firm, respectful nod, and exits the arena. Several other soldiers from Landon's platoon rush into the arena and raise Chakota's arms above his head, seemingly against his will, and start like holding him a little bit above the ground and like turning him to face each direction that the crowd is. And all the while, Dakota is just, like, stunned at all of this. And Landon does say, if you'll excuse me. And he goes down into the arena also and congratulates Jacoda.
4: Aw. Good job, Jacoda. You're the star of an inspirational sports
0: movie.
4: Bravo.
1: Bravo. <laughs> and Cyrus
0: tries to start a slow clap among the fans.
4: Everyone already just, like, clapping and screaming.
0: <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say it was successful.
6: Because everyone is, like, already clapping. Vim starts shouting,
2: Chakoda is our man. The muscles of Mithrin.
4: Chakoda! We have got to call him that
1: at every opportunity. <laughs> Vim, do you use thaumaturgy to yell that? Fuck yeah. Okay, Chakoda turns bright red. <laughs> <laughs> and it's basically at this point the the sounds of the crowd have overshadowed anything henry could be saying at this point point. and with the exit of henry the crowd scene the, the crowd starts to disperse and eventually there is an announcement that's essentially you oh, please enjoy the rest of the festival
5: cyrus is cyrus dressed again
1: Oh wait! <laughs> were we hugging him in yeah.
4: a loincloth covered in oil? Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Yes. I, was...
5: yes. No. I mean, yes. you guys, when you were hugging him, you're definitely all oily now. I'm slightly
0: less greasy, but I'm uh, still a little slick boy.
5: Um. Okay. So Cyrus apparently isn't dressed again yet. So no. Arden is just going to turn to him and say, "Put your armor." Well, it's right. there you go. That's who you are. That's who you are trying to aspire to now. Cyrus was smiling before,
0: but now his mouth turns into a little bit of a frown. He goes, this is your pep
4: talk.
0: (laughs) This is what you got. Cyrus is his mouth agape staring at Jakota. And like, for a moment, all the happiness fades. And he looks at him and he looks at the sky and then he just forgets the the nice reconciliation moment he had with Vim and jor God
1: damn it, Arden. (laughs) (laughs) So now you effectively have the latter half of the afternoon for the party.
5: Well, Arden's going to turn to the rest of them and say... Well, this has been fun, but since we have some extra time, I'm going to look for some type of competition of my own to take part in. We should probably also go and looking towards them and see where we're headed tonight, since I think as of yet you're still the only one who knows where it is.
4: Um, do you think we should maybe have a a bit more of a plan, or, um...
5: I think having more of a plan is always a wise choice.
4: I could not agree more.
3: Well, the last time I tried to bluster
5: in, and
3: I thought I could lie my way and use swagger, it did not work out so well, so this time I will try your planner's way.
4: Well, and we can't afford to get caught this time around. We're not really, we're going to try to avoid anyone that we'd want to swagger at. Have any of you ever done something like this? Terrell is looking very dubious at this
5: moment. Well, I've been hired to do so before, but usually it was with a bit more force and a bit less finesse than what we're looking for today. Yes, one
3: time, my neighbor, Mrs. Buttersby, her daisies were much bigger than mine, so I snuck into her house and I stole her seeds
4: Joe kind of looks at you like,
2: oh, <laughs> uh, any tips? And then Mim shrugs her shoulders and says, I guess we can come up with a plan, but I kind of wasn't thinking we would.
4: Do we at least know, like, what the situation is? Is there any, you know, magic guarding the place? Is there a gate? Is there a locked door? I've only really done anything even vaguely similar to this
2: once, and it was not that complicated. It's over where most of the kind of fancy manners are. It has some distinct markings, uh, a wrought iron gate around the premise, but other than that I I don't know too much. I, I can lead us there, but like I said before I, <laughs> I didn't ask too many questions about its fortifications or guard rotations or even if there are guards. I just, I don't know I thought we'd be sneaky.
3: I can make everyone here as sneaky as
5: a squirrel.
2: Alright, that seems like a good start. Um...
5: It won't help against magic, though, I assume?
4: No, but you and I can can sense if there's something magical. I don't know. We broke into Damiar's flat once, but Joran just broke the lock and then I fixed it, so...
3: Maybe this is my chance for
5: redemption. I failed in the arena, but perhaps I can help us all succeed in this. Everybody has their own talents. My abilities of getting through locks are similar. Break it. Though I've never repaired it afterwards.
4: There you go. You break it and I'll fix it.
3: Besides that stupid cloud writing idea stole up in the sky, so maybe Cord can watch me do something successful.
2: <laughs> See, there you go. It sounds like we're set. We can sneak over without anyone seeing us. If we do happen to by some or a twist of fate, get caught. We'll be wearing costumes, so no one will know who we are, and and once we get into the house, I know where to look. So I I think we're going to be great. Everything is going to go perfectly. And then Vim will very carefully describe where the clothes are stashed. She'll talk about it being in some alleyways. You take a couple turns. It's kind of near, a, a, let's say, a tanner. Um, and it's hidden in a trash receptacle that's been emptied. You say that and Jarrell just gives you a look like...
4: Seriously.
2: Oh, <laughs> I know we were originally planning to meet up at the fountain, but as I was walking back and I was trying to hide the sack of all the clothes I bought for us to wear, there wasn't really anywhere to hide all of the clothes. So I figured we'll still meet at the same time, but, you know, in the dirty alleyway near the trash can.
4: Oops, is me. wincing. <laughs> all right, well kudos on finding a place
1: Vim you would have noticed there were two guards posted at the property when you were there oh Vim decides not to say anything about the guards oh shit okay
4: we don't know about guards got it
3: This sounds like a very easy job
4: alright so I guess we just sort of play around at the festival and look very very innocent and happy
5: that I can do Arden's just going to go off and uh, find that. Um...
3: Wait! What? We should do a break. Our, our nameless group is about to do a great endeavor. Put, put your hand in the middle. We can all say, huzzah.
4: I don't think we really want to draw too much attention, do we?
3: We can all say, Dakota. <laughs> 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 <Muscles of maple. laughs>
5: Fine. Arden puts his hand out. It's on three, Dakota. <laughs>
2: One, a two, a three. (laughs) (laughs) Dakota. Dakota.
6: (laughs) Dakota. Can our group motto be (laughs) Dakota? Is that that's so perfect? I am so
4: proud of Dakota. Oh my god! I can't believe we won.
0: Good boy, (laughs) Dakota. Bad boy, Cyrus.
7: What happens when four DMs who never get a chance to play become friends? Well, they all take turns DMing for each other in their own stories. Cameron from the Coventry Podcast, Rich and Cam from Filling in the Gaps, and the one and only Adam from the Roaring Trainers have joined forces to start the DM's Treehouse. Join us up in the Treehouse for PokéWorld, a game run by Adam where the players play as Pokémon, The West, a game run by Cam, which is a cowboy-style game set in an alternate timeline world. The Ascent, a traditional D&D game run by myself, Rich, and Heritage, a teenage superhero game run by Cameron that will make you feel like never before. At the end of the day, we're four great friends and great DMs having a good time, and we hope you guys will too. You can join us up in the treehouse by finding us on Twitter, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you find podcasts by searching The DM's Treehouse.
1: All right, listen up. I am the new Muscles of Mithrin, and my name is Chakota. And I am going to thank you for listening to this episode of Little Realms. If you like this show and want to stay up to date, make sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening. Put it in a chokehold, people. You can find us on social media. The Twitter for this podcast is at podrealms and on the web at www.littlerealms.com. You can find the GM Candace at Candor underscore Joy. Dan, who plays Cyrus at Midwest Wargaming. Nikki, who plays jor and does most of our art at Knickknack Art. You can find Sarah at Sarah L. Kinney. And Adam, who plays Arden at The Cultured Tomato. May your journey be successful. We'll see you next time.
3: Dakota!
5: (laughs) There you go.
1: Good job, boy.